welcome to the Cosmic Creatrix podcast. Robin Rivera, your host here, and this is a space for the magical woman to give herself permission to be all that she can be and to walk away with tools for self-healing and right livelihood. You are worthy of abundance. I see you. I know you. I am you, a feminine being who has the ability to create with cosmic potential. So open your heart, open your mind, and join me on this adventure we call life. Welcome back to the Cosmic Creatrix show. I want to share with you on this episode more about the path of a medicine woman or man. And on that path, you will most likely be called to facilitate and hold sacred ceremonies. Now, some of you might be new to this idea of ceremonies, and some of you know what I'm talking about. Ceremony is an ancient practice, a ritualistic practice to usher in new aspects of life, new epochs, transitions, celebrations, and also for healing, you know, grief rituals, healing ceremonies, rites of passages, marriage, union, the breaking of land. You know, there's all kinds of countless ceremonies, fire ceremonies, ways to release and lift up prayers for the community. These are ancient technologies that are coming back, have been coming back over this time, but there's this big rush and urgency for us to learn these skill sets. Why? Why the heck would this be so important? And why am I sharing about this? I know and believe that the practice of ceremonial rituals is like prayer on steroids. It's like social activism on steroids, global change on steroids. You guys have no idea how powerful facilitating, holding, participating in a sacred ceremony for the purposes of good is. Some of you may have grown up Christian or Catholic, and in those religions, they talk about the power of prayer. When more than one person comes together with a similar intention, the prayer is amplified. Same thing with paganism. The more people in the coven lifting up the same ritual, the more powerful, the more energy it amplifies, it amplifies. This is science. So when we participate in sacred ceremony, We are essentially bringing very powerful beings made in God's image, not the human being image, but in God's energetic image, who are coming together, aligning our minds, the power of our intention, our hearts, the potency of the love frequency, the power of our word, the power of our physical manifestation. We're weaving it together for change for good, for transformation. Do not underestimate what you can do in one sacred circle, even without plant medicines and expanded states of consciousness. Essentially, a circle just in its inherent nature expands consciousness, expands reality, expands time and space continuum. But then throw some powerful energetic tools on that, some expanded states of consciousness, some relationship with the unseen. Boom. We are making waves, ripple effect 
onward and onward. You can hold circles for the healing of women. I often hold circles for the healing of men and women. Hold it for the children. Hold it for people of color. Hold it for the grief. Hold it for the elements. Hold it for the earth. Hold it for yourself. If this path calls to you, I beg you to listen because you are being employed by Mother Earth to step forward as somebody who's leading global change via, via (laughs) sacred ceremony. But it's important that you understand what makes a ceremonial facilitator an impeccable facilitator. There's a difference between somebody who's just kind of winging it, flying by the seat of their pants, or kind of running it off of ego. Ego's not bad, by the way, but when it's in charge of the whole show, it can be troublesome. (laughs) So there's a difference between somebody running it by ego and somebody who is running it in collaboration with the with the energies and that they work with and the people putting the ego aside, getting into sacred service, and someone who has experience. So what are the top differentiators between somebody who is just winging it, blowing smoke up their own ass, and somebody who's really impeccable with this facilitation? So the first thing is an impeccable facilitator of sacred ceremonies and sacred ways is that they have a deep, ongoing long-standing relationship with the divine. Not somebody who just talks about it, somebody who you can feel it. By just being in their presence, you feel their connection with the divine, with the sacred. You feel their obsession, almost, (laughs) their love. They're enamored with the spirit of the universe, with life itself, with the unseen. They're just deeply reverent to the mystery, to that which is beyond what our eyes can see, to that Holy Spirit. You can feel it. You can feel when somebody is deeply connected to the divine. It's a whole different thing. Yeah. There's somebody who wants to be connected to the magical realms, likes the idea of a spirit, but they don't have a relationship. See, when you have a relationship with the spirit, it speaks to you in a myriad of ways. It may be audible. It may be through revelation. It may be through vision, insight. It may be through the direct knowing. I get smack dab, like I'll just directly know something. I'm like, <gasps> and fall to my knees in tears and gratitude. It's been happening to me my whole life. It happens to my dad as well. I call it the gift of revelation. But the spirit will communicate with this person in a myriad of ways. And that person follows. The person is following God, following the breadcrumbs of the divine. And in that person's ceremony, you can trust it because they're listening the entire time. And if they catch themselves not listening, they know. Because they have a relationship. They know when they're cut off from the sunlight of the spirit or not. So the first thing is that they have a deep relationship with the divine ongoing, long-standing relationship with the divine. This will make their cer- your ceremony experience with them impeccable. Two, letting it be about the participant. An impeccable ceremonial facilitator isn't there for their own entertainment. They are there in service to the divine. That means that when the participant is having their experience 
as curated by the facilitator. It's all about that person. If the facilitator has to pee, throw up, fart, like whatever, that's all secondary to the person that is receiving the healing. They are able to put their ego aside and just serve, you know, and let it be about the participant a thousand percent, not videotape it, not take pictures. Once in a while, we ask permission to take pictures of different random things, but that's a new thing. We normally don't do that. And it would only be like in a time that it's not a tender moment, right? We would not be taking pictures during a tender moment. There's a couple of reasons for that, which I'm not going to get into. That's more of what I train on. There's a couple of reasons why you don't take pictures. Yeah. So they really have the ability and the willingness and the know-how to let it be all about the participant and be a thousand percent present. An impeccable facilitator also has training and experience. They're not just self-trained. There's a lot that you can self-train on. There's a lot that you can teach yourself, you can read about, you can practice, but there is something to be said about having mentorship, having elders, having sisters that are a few steps ahead of you or more, having community alongside you. Anybody who is a loner facilitator, you're going to want to think twice about sitting with them. It's okay if their circle is small because maybe they're so powerful and so bright that people can't stand to be around them because it shows them their shadow. But as long as they have, you know, some kind of a circle of community, of mentorship, where they've been trained, where they are reflected, you can probably trust that person, depending on who their circle is. (laughs) They might have a circle where they're all creeps. It's so important. An impeccable facilitator becomes impeccable, just like great-grandmother is a great cook. They become that way because of years of practice, training, and experience. So how does one go about that? You make a prayer, you seek, and you will find when the student is ready, the teacher appears. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. If you make that sincere prayer from your heart, you know, to be led, to be guided, to be trained, the teacher will appear and you will know. Yeah. And sometimes teachers stay with us a whole lifetime. And some of them are just for a period of time, just for the next nugget, the next layer. Yeah. And that's okay. An impeccable facilitator has a toolkit. Okay. They have a relationship to a set of tools. They might be herbs, might be plant medicines. It might be breath work. It might be the insight count spiritual counsel. It might be massage, laying hands, psychic surgery, light language. They have a set of tools. They are proficient in their tools. Okay. Any tools that they're not proficient in, they are actively training with those tools continuously training. And even ones that they're proficient at, they continue training. I've had really in-depth training with expanded states of consciousness, transformative studies, dream work, energy work. That doesn't mean that I'm like, oh yeah, I'm cool now. Like I got this. No, I'm hungry. I'm always hungry to learn more. I'm always hungry to advance my skill set. I'm always hungry to be mentored and to learn more and to study deeper I mean, it's really a joy. It's not even to be the best or compete or, you know, be credible. It's a joy. It's a joy to learn more. It's a joy to be mentored. 
It's a joy to expand and to grow uh, your capacity of what you can offer and what you ultimately experience as a facilitator. So when you have these things in place, let's say you are called to become a ceremonial facilitator. Say you're called to walk the path of a medicine woman, a healer. You're going to need to take a journey. You're going to need to discover and unlock these pieces to this puzzle so that you can hold impeccable space so that you can be a beacon of hope for the world and usher through this epoch of the new earth coming through. Like it's happening. Like it is happening. Okay. We don't know what the result's going to be. Yay. (laughs) It's a surprise, but it's happening. Humanity is shifting rapidly. Consciousness is accelerating rapidly for those who have already been on the path of conscious awakening, conscious development. It's cracking open rapidly. And the ones that weren't really plugging away at that, they're getting the thickness. They're getting more stuck, more locked in their ways. But I do believe in that. What is that? I always get it wrong. Is it the 12th monkey or the 100th monkey? Whatever. That monkey theory, (laughs) when enough people accelerate consciousness, enough people have a shift, enough people have a change that it can quantum leap. And you know, I really don't believe that we have to save the world. I think the divine mother earth, the cosmos, they knows what they're doing. Okay. They know that we were going to come here and fuck shit up. They already knew. And is our experience of God as God incarnate to have this experience, to desire to want to save the earth, to desire to contribute, to desire to unlock ancient ancestral ways, to desire to heal, to expand, to give, to create. It's our joy to do that. Yeah, we may or may not save the world. However, it is our joy and our desire to pursue that path. It's available to us. I love facilitating ceremonies. I love it. There is nowhere else in the world that I feel so deeply connected to my purpose, to my talents, to my usefulness, to my my divinity. I am so useful. God uses me to the maximum degree when I'm in ceremony. And my whole life comes full circle when I see the healing that I've already walked through a million times unfold and right in front of my eyes. And I get to support that person. And when I know exactly what to say in the exact moment that cracks them open and I watch a miracle unfold, oh my God, like how did that happen? Not one person has left my circle unchanged, right? And it's not about me. Like, I'm just saying that's my experience in my circles. It's not about me. I have a part. I like my part. I like my part a lot. It's fun. It's invigorating. It's fulfilling. But it's not all about me. There is something that I've been able to connect to and call upon that helps the work. You know, what do you think Jesus and different people, healers in history who were able to perform miracles or participate in miracles, what do you think they were doing? wasn't them on their own. They were tapped into a power greater than their finite self. And the power of belief, faith, devotion, surrender, sacrifice, all that involved. I'm really excited to share with you more information about this. Do you want to hear more? Do you want to go deeper into this topic? Is this a path that you might feel called to? I don't care if you are or you aren't, but if you are, we have a deeper conversation to have. 
Because what I don't want to happen is any of you to go out there, think that your shit don't stink, think that you can just start working with really powerful energies and cause some harm and get grandiose and think that you're an ascended master. It may sound far-fetched to some of you, but it is not. I see it happening in the psychedelic community all around me. I see people being real ugly, real ugly with it. You know, and I'm not perfect, but I take accountability. You know, I take accountability for myself. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Cosmic Creatrix podcast. I hope that this episode has touched you in some kind of way. You can definitely support us by going ahead and subscribing and leaving a bomb review. This will help us reach more women and impact worldwide. And I'd love to connect with you more on Instagram around topics of healing and conscious entrepreneurship. So follow me on Instagram at Robin Rivera Ignites. And if you like to see how I work with people, go ahead and check out my website, RobinRiveraIgnites.com. Join us next week for more feminine wisdom, inspiration, and practical tools for the modern-day magical woman. See you next time.